Hey guys, Paul and Chris here, um, back with another session of Insight Sessions. I think this is episode nine, Chris. We're not at double figures nine. just yet. Numero nuevo. Um, oh, there we go. So today we're going to be going to be talking about um, how to start hiring talent for e-com businesses. But this, the strategies and principles that we'll kind of talk about in here are applicable to most businesses anyway, and they're applicable to your life really as well in terms of how to bring people into your business, your life, and to buy time from other people. So I've had a few meetings um, this week with business owners in the e-com space, and they're all, one of the topics they all kind of talk to me about is like, hey, I've got, you know, I'm a mum and I've got two kids and I'm doing 60 different tasks in my business, or, you know, I'm an older mum and, you know, now I've got grandkids or I'm a dad and, you know, like I... I, I'm running my e-com business and, you know, I'm stuck doing this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to spend more time with my kids. And, you know, I'm a dad, so I'm talking about that kind of stuff. You know, Chris is a dog dad, you know, so Chris is, this is the blind Chris as well. Chris is like, hey, I want more time to walk my dog. Do you know what I mean? For example, whatever you need to do. So when you need to think about, and again, we're talking about hiring without going broke in an e-com business. So there's multiple ways you can start hiring in your business. And I'll give you some examples of how this is applicable too, right? So if we've got a client and she sells uh, protection, um, like protection for uh, chest plates for female motocross riders. So for example, you know, you come off and you stack it and you hit a tray or something, this chest plate, you know, protects your breast, right? You know, one of the issues she's trying to solve at the moment, she's like, how can I... Um, outsource the sewing of the prison the manufacturer of that business you know because then that product then goes inside of um like a jersey where it kind of contains it and she's like i'm kind of doing them myself you know i've looked at doing it overseas it's a bit expensive they want huge orders you know or i've looked at doing it locally a local manufacturer there's a long wait time for that so we're talking about this yesterday again i'll use her as an example you know lovely lovely client she's amazing um and i'm like you know you could effectively get like a couple of mums that you know do sewing at home have the right machinery and you go hey look i i only need you to do like five of these a week 10 of these a week 20 of these a week you know and you got that mum over here and the mum over here and another one over there and this is a real task based outcome you know like i'm going to give you 20 bucks to do that i know that that's going to take you like you know 15 minutes so you could do four in an hour and i'm going to pay you 80 dollars so i could see the kind of switch in her mind when i said that because she's Prior to that, I think that she kind of thought, um, I need to hire a full-time person and then I need to keep them busy for 40 hours a week. So I'm like, you know, I've got that person doing, you know, 100 a week. What if I don't sell 100 of these things a week? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just kind of bleeding money. So there's different levels when you're starting an e-com business of how you can kind of scale through as well to get started to where you need to do, uh, where you need to get to go. So I'll start at the start. So... First thing you can do is base around task-based um, task time. So it's like, you know, I need someone to do social media for me, for example, right? And I need 30 days of posting and I need 30 images and blah, blah, blah. And that's a task-based. And you're like, you know, I'm going to give someone in the Philippines five bucks. It's going to take them, you know, half an hour. That's a massive amount of money for a Filipino, right? They, you know, so five bucks for all of that, blah, blah, blah. They come back to you, they go, yeah, that's going to be, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever it is, task-based. Then say, for example, if you had, you know, this is where it comes into like economy of scale. Like if you're like, oh, 
now I have 10 e-commerce businesses, you know, and I need that for 10 e-commerce businesses every month. And, you know, like, you know, it's cheaper for me to hire that person on maybe a part-time capacity or a full-time capacity, you know, pay them 1500 bucks a month or whatever it works out to be. Again, I haven't done the maths on this, but, you know, you, you need to work that out yourself. Go, they're working for you 40 hours a week. You know, they've got a guaranteed income. They're not chasing other people. So you can afford to have that person full-time and you're getting a cheaper cost and you're getting a, you know, a better output, but you're not, you know, you haven't had to go to that level straight away. So you can do the task-based pricing for as long as you want. Do you know what I mean? And you could have redundancy. So you could have four designers in the Philippines. Each one has a different skill set. Each one has a different reliability, you know, because one of them might disappear to the beach and never come back again. And you're like, shit, no, now I don't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? There's two. And then, um, another option that you can also explore in econ business is outcomes as well, right? So it's performance. So you can do, you know, I need you to do take our whatever, do something from here, move this to something to here, and I'm going to pay you based on the outcome of that, you know. And then there's ways you can manage outcome payments as well. So it might be like a retainer, you know, with a performance kick as well. So you know. Um, you start a person off with task based, you move them to like that, you know, full time or something like this. Then you move them to like the next model that I'm kind of talking about, which will be, you know, a, a retainer. And then if going above and above and above and beyond, you know, they're going to get paid extra money as well. So like if I use Chris, for example, you know, we've got an arrange, you know, we work together, you know, Chris gets paid a salary. But if I can go to Chris, go, hey, look, currently we do, you know, if, if all we did was podcasts, I can go, Chris, I'm going to give you a hundred bucks a podcast. And he's like, cool. And I know I'll go, if I don't do it this month, doesn't matter. If I come back next month, you know, we'll do three, blah, 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 blah. He's like, cool, I get paid for just doing that, you know. Then I move to the next model. It's like, you know what? I want to do like 25 podcasts a week. Okay, I'm going to pay you this. Do you know what I mean? Because it's cheaper than paying task-based. Then I'm like, no, no, hang on. I want to go to another level again, which will be the retainer plus the performance base as well. So at all levels of doing that though, like, I'm in control of how much I'm paying and I'm ascending my payments to that person based on their output and what I want from them as well. So um, is that making sense with my rambling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 100 bucks a podcast sounds pretty good. Um, we should uh, take that deal. Uh, no, it makes a lot of sense because the, so the, the underlying issue with this, or I guess the underlying challenge for it, as you said, any type of business is I'm maxed out as the owner. I'm working yep. 100 hour weeks and I'm trying to live a life. But the first thing a lot of people go to, okay, I need an employee. Okay, now I've got to set up a business. I've got to get an employee. I've got to pay taxes. I've got to blah, 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 blah. And they kind of jump the gun rather than going, I mean, and this this has actually been really interesting for me because when I started my first agency, it was 2002, very different to 2022, where, as you said, like literally now they're, the globalization of the world and of of people you can hire you can go around the world and find the best talent from all over the world whereas we had 30 people in an office that lived in melbourne because that was <laughs> how you hide and they're all employees um so very very different ecosystem to how you're capable you're able to grow a business today because you oh. do have that access to it's a gr- amazing talent for really good rates for me as the business owner so I can sort of start piecemeal and he said, here's here's a chunk of work that either I'm not great at or someone could definitely do better than me or cheaper than me. Um, if I value, you know, as the CEO, I value my time at 
500 bucks an hour, 200 bucks an hour, anything under that is basically something I can delegate. If I can pay, if it, if I'm doing it, it's costing me $250 an hour. If I can pay someone 20 bucks an hour or 10 bucks an hour, it's saving me a lot of money. And there's, there's opportunity cost in that as well that is really yeah. important to understand that if you are doing the work as the owner, it's literally costing you more money because your time's not being invested in strategy and growth and, and the stuff that you really should be doing as the business owner. Um, yep. But yeah, you think that, that I, I like that piecemeal approach of like, here's a task, here's a set of tasks, get some people in for, for not much money, a hundred bucks a month, a couple hundred bucks a month. And now that thing's not a headache for me anymore. And in fact, it's probably getting done better because rather than me splitting my 100% across 20 things and putting 10% energy into everything, this person's putting 100% into that thing now. So that's going to improve. Mm. So there's a lot of lot, lot of benefits too. So I only comment with that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. My, my only comment with that though is my personal model with all of my businesses is you start off people at that base level. If they're good, once they've proven they're good after like two, three months, if they still kept coming to work for you after two, three months of doing task-based outcomes, fill them up with the much work as you can profitably as quick as you can so that you own them for a lack of a better term. You want them on your team full-time like because mm. you don't want them getting opportunities from other people, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and then you got to go back to the start again and train them all over again. Do you know what I mean? Like if I worked for Chris mm. and, and I learned everything I know from Chris, you know, on my task-based outcomes, you know, and then like six months from now, I'm like, hey, Chris, I got offered a job somewhere else. Chris would go, oh, shit, what a waste. You know what I mean? Now I've got to find another pool. Mm. So have that in your mindset that like start there because you need to do that to be able to afford them. Get to them to that level because you, you can't lose them. In saying that, everybody's replaceable. So don't think like that anyway. You, you'll you'll fire someone else and you you don't never usually hire shittier stuff. You always get better stuff. And then get them to that point where they have complete ownership in what they're doing and, you know, away you go. So um, there was something else I wanted to say as well, and it's completely slipped my mind that was important with this as well. So if you've got anything to add, feel free to jump in whilst I try to think about what I was going to say. Um, no, I, think, I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle as well is we're sort of talking about like when to hire and and sort of what, what stage the business should be in to hire. But like that staged approach and like as much as you say you, you want to own the person, you want to own them in a really positive way, right? You, if, yeah, they're, if they're really, if they're very good talent, you want mm. them full-time in your business. So that idea of, you know, stacking their work up so that they they have to work for you full-time um, and then making that transition. But I think, I think another piece on that is kind of all, do you sort of look at setting that expectation from the start? Um, like even Absolutely. like in that, in that conversation, like, hey, look, I need help in my business. Here's what my business looks like. Here's all the stuff that I'm doing. I need help hmm. with this piece here. I think you'd be great to do this piece. But if you yep. can help me with that, um, you know, I'm looking for long-term relationships. I want to grow you in the business. I'm going to teach you a bunch of stuff along the way. Hopefully there, yep. you know, there, there is an ascension here. I'm not just looking for someone to come and do some stuff i'm looking for a long-term relationship so i think setting that up setting, sort of setting that up expectation up front can also help to be like okay look i'm working for 10 bucks an hour today but in a couple months i could be earning two grand a month yeah, you know? yeah. So, so i mean I think we have that expectation setting you can speak about that where we have that relationship. You know, I met Chris like say nine months, 10 months, 11 months ago, you know, and I'm like, Hey man, look, I know you're super talented with what you do. I can't afford to give you 300 grand a year. You know, can we start here 
can we scale to here? And if we hit this, you know, you this is what it's going to look like kind of thing. And we've done all of that. Do you know what I mean? And I've done that. I do that with very high level people with like Chris, like Jay, like Michelle in our team where it's like, you know, this is this is my vision, guys. You know what I mean? And if they buy into your vision and it's got to be a legit vision, don't bullshit people, you know, like right now I've got a seven figure agency. I want to have a seven figure agency that does seven figures a month. This is how I'm going to get there. I need people like you to help me do that. And this is what it's going to look like from a remuneration point of view. Right now we all get, you know, wait, this is not applicable to us, but right now everyone gets paid shit, you know, but three months from now, everyone's going to get paid like market rate. Six months from now, everyone's going to get paid like double rate. You know, when we sell, we're going to get this. People go, I get that. You know, I'm on board with that and I want to be part of that. That's super exciting, right? The other thing that I was going to mention as well is when you do this, um, a lot of people are like, you know, um, I know this is supposed to be a short episode. I'm terrible at short episodes, but um, people are always like, I'll hire staff and I'll hire VAs and I'll hire this and then I'll piss off to the beach. That is like such the completely wrong mindset whatsoever. I hire smart people like Chris and like Jay and like Michelle. And I'm like, I do this task that I'm pretty good at. You're better at it than me. And you're faster at it than me. And you're going to make me more money doing it. I'm going to pay you to do that bit for me. And then I'm going to move on to this other task, which is you hopefully a high level task, right? That I can make even more money. So I, I move from doing like, you know, Chris does super high level strategy. I then go, okay, cool. How do I give Chris lots of clients to work on, right? So it's the same as when if you think about like right now, I'm at home. So far, I've had a dude come, my, my dad, sorry, has come through. He's cut my grass, took him an hour, paid him 40 bucks. I had a dog walker. They come through, chick walk my dog, 20 bucks for an hour. I had a cleaner come through, cleaned my house for three hours, cost me 100 bucks. So I spent $300 to buy five hours of work almost during that five hours of work. I'm on a phone call with with Jay selling a $6,000 website to a client. So rather than me wasting all that, and, you know, I can do three of those calls in three hours. We sell 15 grand of websites in three hours, or I can cut my grass and walk my dog. You know, I can walk my dog after hours. That's great. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't enjoy cutting in the grass. You need to think like that too. So you're like, if I'm going to buy the time, where is my time moving to as well? So move it into ascending tasks that create more money for the business so again if we go full circle like with Steph, for example instead of her sewing the products and stuff she'll go cool now i've got more time to talk to more retailers i'm gonna get more retailers on board to sell more product and then away we go do you know what i mean so that's kind of what you need to think about as an e-commerce point of view you're like cool i'm paying someone 15 bucks an hour 20 bucks an hour whatever it is three hours a day to pack my orders I'm now going to find more products. I'm going to now find more customers. Da, 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 da. So it's important that you don't delegate tasks away from yourself and then just go to the beach. So, you know. Yeah. 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 Super. Super. Because that's the vision, right? You said the vision for people. And like, right, you guys run the business. I'm off. It's not really yeah. sticking to the vision, right? And you, it's a very quick way to lose a business and to, and to piss people off and lose them. So, yeah. We'll talk about that. That's that a really nice point. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the future what you do once you're like crushing it and you got like 50 staff and or i can talk what you do when you got like 25 staff because we've got 25 staff here so i know you know and at peak walk my other business had i don't know 10 staff or 12 staff or something like that do you know what i mean so never you never really walk away from your business just to wrap this whole episode up there's always got to have your foot in the door if you have it you don't have your foot in the door shit goes pear-shaped really quickly so <laughs> 
you know anyway yeah. do you have anything you want to add before that on our super short episode that went like double the length that it should have gone 16 minutes 16 minutes not yeah. that bad um no i think that that's that's been super valuable i think as we might make this a bit of a two-parter and i think that the next interesting piece is great i want to do that how do i hire where do i find yeah. people how where do i, I get that done so we might do a part two of this and, and get into that how, how do i find people where do i go how do i find that good talent because actually finding there's plenty of talent out there but getting good talent uh trustworthy talent people that are going to actually commit stay with your business um, loyal loyal people all that kind of good stuff um can be a bit of a trick so that we might do a part two uh following on and get into the how of this a bit but yeah i think that's a super valuable uh episode for the the folks at home Awesome. Cool. Thanks, guys. As, as Chris said in every episode, you know, wherever those share thing, but comment buttons, please comment. Like, you know, if you think I talk crap, tell me if you like it, please tell me. Like, we want to hear what you got to say. So thanks for listening. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Comment, like, share, uh, subscribe. That's the other one. Subscribe. Get all that. Swipe, swipe right. Swipe, swipe right. right. Swipe right. <laughs> swipe right. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. folks. We'll catch you on the next one. See ya.